0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Cooking with Connor. I'm your host, Connor. Welcome to episode eight. Got a simple recipe for a double cheeseburger. Very simple, very American. But before we get into that, I want to talk about Tyler the Creator because recently he just dropped an extension to Call Me If You Get Lost called The Estate Sale. I am a huge Tyler fan. I did not start during the early ages of Tyler, like Goblin or Yonkers, or I'm not even sure if those are albums or songs at this point. Point is, I wasn't there for his old stuff. And I understand that his old stuff is a lot more graphic and probably not my taste than his newer stuff. I know the change happened around Wolf or Flower Boy, where he went into like more of a mature music style. I like that a lot. And I did start with Flower Boy. I didn't start with Wolf. Am I scared to go back to his old stuff? Kind of. Not going to lie. It's a little bit intimidating. I remember like one of those graphic songs he's made was called like Sarah or something. And I read up on it and it was graphic. But I'm sure if I still listen to some music, it would still be good. Like, I uh, Maybe in, maybe in golf or, was a Wolf or Golf? Sorry, one of the two. Only goes further to show that I really don't know any of his older stuff. All his newer stuff is stuff that I knew. Now, I said I started with Flower Boy. Chronologically, I started with Call Me If You Get Lost. Now, hold on. I know I, that sounds stupid. But really, when Call Me If You Get Lost dropped, that was the first Tyler album I ever took a listen to. And then I went over to his previous stuff, Stopping at Flower Boy. Okay, I really just went through Call Me If You Get Lost, Igor, and and Flower Boy. And that was it. Because I really liked it, honestly. I Igor was the most different of the three, having more of a, way more of a mellow tone, because I'm, I think it was about a uh, breakup with a guy. Don't call me on that. I'm not I'm positive, but it still didn't stop me from going back to Flower Boy, which I really like, and I still listen to a bunch all the time. I also listen to it more than Call Me If we Get Lost. But that has changed with the estate sale. It dropped March 31st, right at the end of the month, coming into April, and it added around like six or seven songs. It took a little bit of the theme from Call Me If You Get Lost and it changed it a little bit because Call Me If You Get Lost was about a girl that he was with, but she already had a guy and so it drama ensued and everything so a lot of songs were, are about that or at least featured that however, the extension the estate sale is mostly about how fame has affected his life and how he wants to take a break I find that really interesting how that he can change themes like that from a song or from an album just with, you know, in comparison to Call Me If You Get Lost I think Call Me If You Get Lost has around like 13 songs, 20 now, but you can do that much work in half the amount of songs. You can change the entire theme of the album. Because now I go back and Call Me If You Get Lost, and I think of, you know, how fame has affected Tyler. I'm like, okay, this makes a little, a little bit more sense, but it's not like the other theme is gone either with The Girl, because that is still featured in a ton of the other songs. There's a whole song about that, so you can't really get rid of that theme. It's already there. But now they kind of coexist, instead of one being heavily leaned towards in the other. I'm probably going to go through each, each one of the songs just really quick, because I do, I do really like it. I don't think there's a single bad song on the estate sale. I'm not gonna go through all of Call Me If You Get Lost. I'll probably get my thoughts on the album and probably the other two. But I'll go through, I will go through the, uh, the estate sale. On Apple Music, it's not showing up for some reason. Like, I've been checking Apple Music for like the past couple of weeks and they added the, the album on there with the estate sale. It's not like it's not on there, it's just won't, it just won't load and it won't let me download it. So it's like, okay, cool. I have to use YouTube all the time for it. One more thing before I continue is I know a lot of people didn't like DJ Drama. DJ Drama because he was pretty loud, and he had a lot of lines, surprisingly. I don't think it was bad. I really don't think it was bad at all, honestly. I won't say he added life into it because there's already a ton of life there, but I don't know. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny hearing him yell something at the beginning and end of every song. I know a lot of people didn't like it a lot. One of my friends uh, from Ireland really did not like DJ Drama. He hates him. And every time he came on, you dude screamed at him. Like it was going to stop him. He was going to like suck his life from the mp3 recording. I like to preface It is extremely hard to get a list of these songs for some reason. Like I mentioned previously, Apple Music doesn't want to have it. YouTube doesn't have an organized playlist without some dude throwing in their own song. So I'm not going to mention that. So I'm going through all of that right now. There we go. There we go, we got it. Okay, so the transition song was Everything Must Go. I usually don't talk about those and I don't listen to them because it is what it is, a transition song. And it's a cool first listen to, but you know, it's not music. Stuntman. So Stuntman was the first real song out of the out of the state sale and I know a lot of my friends have it as their least favorite but it's kind of like the best or the, the worst of the best you know it's not bad it's really good there's just other songs that are better so the fact like if you're coming in here and you're like okay well Stuntman is what I'm expecting to be you know the worst of all of them this is going to get better from there you know like it's not going to stop getting better from Stuntman and Stuntman's great I love Vince. Vince, having Vince on a track was actually, like, phenomenal. Like, it finally happened, you know? Vince was mentioned in a ton of other tracks. Even in um, Come If You Get Lost, uh, I don't think Igor, but I do note uh, Flower Boy. It's hype. It's definitely, it does what it's supposed to, which is, like, kind of get you get, get you in it, you know? Get you in the estate so It's, like, it's exciting. And it does talk about Tyler's fame a bunch. And the transitions between Vince and Tyler are also phenomenal, by the way. Like, going from one hour to the other. It's great. Honestly, I love it. I love Stuntman. It's actually one of my personal favorites. It'd be funny if I said that for every single song. But it, re- it really is. I really do like it. It's not my favorite, though. My favorite's actually the last song. And we'll get to that when we get to it. Coming up, What A Day, come, like, right off the road, it's immediate. Like, okay, chill vibe. Like, Stuntman was, like, hype, you know? Stuntman had a lot of excitement in it, had a lot of energy in the song, and then Worf Day is like, Whoa, take a take a break. It feels like Tyler is telling the listener like, Whoa, let's let's slow it down a little bit. Let me tell let me talk to you about, you know, what I've been through. And the beat of it, like the the background vocals are super nice. And they really do convey that, whoa, let's slow it down kind of a mood. And it really shows how good Tyler is with pacing in his songs and how it goes from You know, you can get all this this crazy energy from one of his songs and then transitions into such a normal, such a like a... Honestly, I think of waves. I think of waves when I think of What A Day because it's like, okay, you know, you're coming in like all these big waves crashing into the shore and then all of a sudden, boom, it mellows out. And now they're just gliding along. It's like it goes from it goes from acceleration to glide, if that makes sense. He still talks about his fame in this song. It's, it's really the theme with I, I think every, every one of them, with especially like Dogtooth, but other songs like Heaven To Me don't have that. It kind of reflects back on his past about how far he's come. But I'm talking about other songs for What A Day. I'm not even talking about What A Day. Because it's. What A Day is just him kind of relaxing and letting him know it's like, I'm not, you know, full power. You know, I'm not full going. I'm not going full force. I'm just. I'm taking it at my own pace. And I think that's really cool. And from what I've been told, like, that's what Tyler's been doing with his newer albums, is going at his own pace. For my friends who have listened to Tyler's old stuff, they told me that it's very hardcore very fast um there's a lot there's a lot of content in there and for some people that's great and honestly I would I would think that's great but you know me being so used to his new stuff I'm afraid it'll be like too jarring I said st- I still should go back and check out his old stuff but with his new album starting at flower boy from what I've heard that's where he takes that kind of like whoa let's take a relaxed approach on this and then it became you know modern Tyler what we know today and what Tyler likes to do is he likes to have like a every album's like kind of a persona for him or like a new person new era of him and in the the music video for sorry not sorry they're all there in the same picture and then there's some symbolism all like yada yada i'm not smart um i, I could probably take a guess on what it all means it probably means that he's tr- like cutting that out entirely moving forward and in the new era will just be the real tyler i mean the real tyler kind of sounds corny obviously but you know, it's still something interesting. It's still like a lot of other artists don't have this this deep thought with their albums at all. So it's cool to see. It definitely is cool to see. Okay, Ashley moving on this time. Worf Talk. It's kind of a mix between Stuntman and What A Day. Because it still has that energy. It was like half that energy from Stuntman. And then it has kind of that that wavy feel from Worf Talk. And it's it's fun, honestly. It's, it's him talking to, you know, a guy or a girl. About you know, come come with me on my new boat and all this good stuff. Let's get lost together. And it's just Oh it also has oh it has ASAP Rocky, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it also has Rocky and Rocky does a great job as well. I keep getting it, get, it get mixed up with boyfriend, girlfriend though, and I don't think I have never tr- like truly corrected that mistake. I have no clue what it is. They don't sound that similar, but for some reason I just <laughs> it just pops up in my mind. Every time I think of uh Wharf Talk, I think of boyfriend, girlfriend. They're both kind of that happy, energetic feel, though. So, not quite like Stuntman, but definitely really good if you want a mix between very, very relaxed and full forward crazy. Okay, Dog Tooth is kind of like I—I I don't know how this didn't make it into Call Me If You Get Lost. I forgot to mention at the start, but the Estate Sale is a lot of the songs like a cut from Call Me If You Get Lost originally. But he said, okay, you know what? why do I need to do this? I should just release them, at least a couple of them. And so Dogtooth was one of them. And it feels like it perfectly works in Call Me If You Get Lost. It feels like it doesn't stray too far from the themes of Call Me If You Get Lost, as well as the instrumentals. It just sounds like it should have been there in the first place. I am genuinely curious about why it didn't make it into the final cut. Because it's, fan- it's, it's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It is phenomenal. The best way I can explain it is like, let's say you uh, bought a game. And in the game, you know you already know the roster going in, like all your characters you're going to play as. But then one of them is missing. And then you get a couple characters that are new, that are sold to you, and then another character that is sold to you, but it feels like he belongs in the base roster. That's basically it. Once again, great. Very fun song. It's a very, very fun song. It has a music video to it. There's only a couple songs from Tyler that do have songs with them. For example, Dogtooth is one of them. Sorry Not Sorry, Warf Talk talking Heaven to Me. They all have music videos to them and Hot Wind Blows and side note on Call Me If You Get Lost in general Hot Wind Blows is my favorite song but like one out of the four or three it was the first one to release as a music video and so I thought of it like kind of the poster child of the estate sale for some reason I'm not sure why I thought that but when it, going into it I did think it was the poster child so maybe that influences my thoughts on why it, I think it belongs to Call Me If You Get Lost but you know who cares really it, it's just music it's just good music I like this. Is this podcast is The entirely just me just writing Tyler honestly like I'm ride or die Tyler you know I'm I'm gonna accept that I do know that he's made bad stuff and I do know that he's made good stuff I can accept that that's fine same thing with every other every other artist but I am a fan I am a fan I will admit next is heaven to me that is where he kind of it feels like he really levels with the audience about where his mindset's at what he's thinking of he mentions a break during the song like a break from work he also reflects on his past and how far he's come, coming up to his famous position. And I'm not sure about this. I could be totally wrong, but from what I've heard, Ye helped out with the beat and the track itself. And I can kind of hear it. Honestly, they got that gospel kind of airy um, under like uh, vocals in the back. They kind of they kind of scream that. Honestly, like especially modern day Ye. That doesn't to say it's bad. Uh, automatically, I understand some people would think like, okay, you hear Ye, it's gonna it's gonna be bad. And say I don't blame you. Sometimes I think that as well. But the song itself, I'm not even sure if Ye was on it. He definitely wasn't on it vocally. He was on Smuckers in, um, oh, Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb, actually. He wasn't there vocally. So as far as I know, he just helped out with producing. And Ye is a producer, so it kind of makes sense. And they have worked on projects in the past, like I said before, Smuckers. The song really feels more like a story. And it is really nice to hear... Like, if you're going from Igor to Call Me If You Get Lost, because that was the previous album before him, if you're going from Igor to Call Me If You Get Lost, it's a giant change of mood because now he sounds happy. Igor, he sounded depressed. The whole album was a very sad feeling in terms of the colors, in terms of the songs, in terms of the production. All of it was trying to convey that theme. Now, Call Me If You Get Lost is a lot more energetic, and then the estate sale, even carries out further, and every song, almost every song, it's him just happy. And I think Heaven, Heaven to me is... The epitome of that is him happy. Okay, boyfriend girlfriend is the one that I keep mixing up with Warf Talk for some weird reason. I don't know how. Uh, it does feature YG, and he's at the beginning. And I remember that now. He's at the beginning of the song, and then it goes back to Tyler. It's very very funky. I like it. It's very groovy. I remember he told it was Tyler said on Twitter it was like it was like a, the sample song of something like three years ago, and now it's perfected but it's supposed to, it's, it feels like a song it feels like a song, you know it feels like, it feels like a music it, it feels like a, a melody even if you would even take it as far as to say it was a collection of sounds, that would be intense Boyfriend Girlfriend is definitely the song music it, it, it is music it is not only music but it, it does involve sound sound, it's a song, you know it's a song but boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, I don't have much to say about it. It's just one of the most moving songs in terms of it gets you out of your chair, actually. Or it makes you bob your head in the car, either way. Last but not least, sorry not sorry, that's my favorite song because it tells it, it's kinda like him wiping the slate clean, if that makes sense. In the music video, he does like kill off all of his other album like persons and then makes room for himself like being the real Tyler, quote unquote and so that and that's what the song is it's him saying you know sorry or not sorry so all the all of his past things all what he's become but he's like okay why should I be sorry about being successful you know like why should I be upset about this and so he kind of like battles that thought as well in the song and it's really cool to hear the progression go from a kind of like a melancholy where he's like I'm sorry sorry that I didn't see you more into like like you don't know how it feels to be in my position, my stress, my life, you know, that it goes from that transition. It's like gradually gets to that point And I love it. Music video, phenomenal. The song itself, I love. And that was it for the estate sale. So in total, seven songs, not including Everything Must Go, because that's kind of a transition. But I'm going to give my quick Tyler rankings in the albums. And I did listen to Cherry Bomb. I forgot I listened to Cherry Bomb. From the bottom, I think my least favorite album that I've listened to is it goes from bottom to top. It goes Cherry Bomb. Igor, yeah, call me if you get lost. Flower boy, and then maybe the estate sale is kind of tied for number one. That's really it. That's all I've Tyler I've listened to, honestly. That's not to say like Cherry Bomb's bad or Igor's bad. No, not at all. I just I'm I'm looking at it as like, okay, what do I listen to the most? And I listen to those songs at the top the most. Once again, I'm a huge Tyler fan, so I'm going to love that creator. That's about all the time I have. I am hoping to record over the summer and get a little more episodes in. This semester was pretty slow for me because of my flight and some other classes I had. So scheduling was a lot harder. But coming up next semester, I'm going to have a lot more time. So I'm going to have a lot more time to do this. And it's exciting. And our podcast division here at Wicked has grown exponentially i remember when i started here we only had like one or two now we're almost at 10 maybe even over 10 at this point i'm not sure it's phenomenal so keep listening keep tuning into wicked 102.5 thank you all so much for listening and i'll talk to you later see you